girls are like sending good vibes your way i will send the worst absolute terrible vibes towards you don't test me please i live on negativity <laughs> it powers me i am very empowered by negativity hate me bitch dark boy <laughs> reactor well hello welcome to the world of peanut butter podcast i'm jorge uh <laughs> i'm trevor <laughs> and he's still a Dakota. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, yeah. I'm Trevor. Oh, dang it. <laughs> the thing is, I looked at you and thought Trevor for some reason. <laughs> because I was supposed to be Trevor yeah, in this context. Probably. Um, but welcome, uh, both Dakota and Trevor um, know what my penis looked like, yet only one of them has seen it. I will not be taking any questions. How was your week? Mm. I saw a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see a penis. <laughs> Well, that's this episode. <laughs> We've solved it. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a new phone. It's great. Mm, that must be so nice. Oh, I, it mine, is. Mine's cracked to all hell. Mine's brand new. Must be nice. <laughs> Taking care of your phone? What a heathen. I got an OtterBox. Non-sponsored, but fucking buy one. I had one. It fell apart, but it was a good case. It was mostly because I ripped it apart. Touch this one. Give me, give me. Whoa, is this real genuine deer leather? No. It's unibody construction. So genuine deer le- leather. Maybe. Very nice. It's ass leather, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you want to know how bad like my cousin's luck is with phones? Hmm. He had he went through like four different otter boxes with one phone because he broke them all. How do you... I've never... Mm. Otter boxes are so tough. How do you break one? I don't know. This is the thing. This is how bad he is... Um, his luck is with phones, and this is this sounds completely fake. His mom didn't believe him, but I literally watched this happen. We were sitting in his room. And his mom says dinner's ready. Okay, he gets up, puts his phone in his pocket. We walk about ten feet, sit at the table. He takes out his phone and it's cracked. What wow. the hell? <laughs> How does that even happen? I don't know. Like to this day, we still don't know what happened. Of course, his mom was furious. Mm, understandably and thinking, so. Thinking he made something up, but I was like, no, like, yeah, for real. Like, he literally just put it in his pocket, and it was freaking cracked. That's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, mine's cracked too, mostly on the back. I got the S10e, mm. and uh, okay, 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 you're gonna be all gonna, gonna be all snippy on me. Moving my mic closer to my face. I'm not quiet. Well, yeah, you were quiet. Shh. Now you're not. Shh. Shush. If you want to sit Shush. that way, move Shush. the mic to you, bro. Shush. So it's uh, a free love world. <laughs> I got a, uh, and I'm a little. I've always the only reason why I have this crappy case, which doesn't even work in the way that I want it to, is uh, I'm. They say that the S10e is waterproof, mm. but I don't trust that for a second. So I'm trying to find like a water proof case one that doesn't let water in because mm. even with if you do have a case on it it will trap water in it yeah. in the case mm-hmm. and that's just a pain because you got to take the case off you still got to do it with this one i need to mm. get a new case mm. but i don't know i don't think i trust the waterproofness especially now after i cracked the hell out of it 
I know before, like, AT&T had the special, like, Samsung phones that were waterproof or water-resistant. Um, this, this lady from my church had one, and I remember she proved that it was waterproof, obviously, by accident. Um, but I don't know about now. Because it was a very, like, particular phone. So, I have no idea. Oh, I know this is waterproof, but Mm -hmm. it's more like, uh, I wouldn't trust holding it underwater. Yeah. Because it's, I'll be honest with you, I've dropped this in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) After or before? I was not using it, I promise. (laughs) Okay. It was very clean. I have never dropped a phone in the toilet. I've never dropped a phone in the toilet either. It's the most terrifying thing. I have dropped the roll of toilet paper in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't using the toilet. Can't remember what I was doing. <laughs> I just remember bumping the whole roll of toilet paper into that the whole toilet. Dump it truck. wasn't on the toilet paper holder. It was sitting on the counter. Mm, so yeah. I think I bumped it or something. My phone is water resistant. I think they said it was one meter up to one meter depth underwater for 20 minutes straight. Dang. All uh, right. But it is not guaranteed. That is the guarantee. Nothing past that. Mm. Nothing deeper, nothing longer. I said that. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, uh, me and some friends got together last night and watched the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Was it good? So here's the thing. It's a lot better than the Whedon Cut. Is it four hours long? It is four hours long. Why does it need to be four hours long? There's a a lot of story. There is a lot. Because remember, they are only that was like their like third movie into the franchise, and mm-hmm. they decided to make an Avengers level movie, but they were not ready. Yeah, they were not ready. So a Wait. lot of like the first two and a half hours is literally just like tons of exposition, and it's just like it's a complete drag to sit through. I would through. get so bored. Mm. Actually, I, I I wouldn't say it's a complete drag. It was interesting, like, decisions that were that they were making, but it wasn't enough where, like, if I were to rewatch it, I would just skip to, like, two and a half hours in. I mean, you want exposition to, like, knock your socks off? Watch the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. I want to watch Lord of the Rings again, because when I first watched it, it was with a person that I don't want to think about anymore. Mm. So, Georgie, mm. couch update. It is in my room. Um, we need to put up some shelves to put, like, the Wi-Fi thing, because right now I have it on, like, a nightstand in the corner, and I need to move that out to put it, like, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks nice. feels nice. It's got, like, all the stuff basically on my wall, and, like, what was in that area is just, like, sitting on it right now. Mm. ETA on that movie night. Uh, no, movie night one. Yeah. yeah. Well, and... Uh, if we when we watch Lord of the Rings, are we gonna have to really dedicate an entire day to it? If we want to watch all three, because if we commit to watching all three, I want to do extended editions. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even include The Hobbit, does it? No, no. My the God, ex- how long? How uh, long is all of it? How long is all Lord of the Rings content? The extended editions, I think, are just shy of ten hours. So that's everything together for Lord of the Rings? Yes. Not With including the Hobbit. Not including All right, what is it including the Hobbit? 16 or 17 hours. Oof. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So We're going to have to split that up. Lord of the Rings is going to be 
The thing is, I don't know if watching the extended editions of The Hobbit would be worth it, but... I love The Hobbit. The normal versions are, they're okay. They're worth watching, I feel. I don't know if you want to sit through the extended editions. I do. Okay. I want to see them. Okay. Mm, I still um, need to watch the third one. You, third uh, Lord of the Rings. You've not... Mm-hmm. Return of the King is the best one. I well, know, I watched the first two. Yeah, okay. Either you love the two towers the most, or you love Return of the King mm-hmm. the most. Fellowship... Everyone loves it, but it's mm. never the favorite. Mm. It's either Two Towers or Return of the King. I'm a Return of the King lover. Mm. It's been so long, but I, I love think. Aragorn's story coming to fruition. Yeah, and it's so good. Oh, it's so good. So far, the end makes me towers. sad. It's a nice it. ending, though. I'm gonna go to Utah soon <clears throat> for uh, a little bit, and my sister-in-law is most likely gonna make me watch it. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to watch it at like 2 a.m. while I'm eating my uh, cowboy fries. (laughs) Let me know what you think. Like, Mm. you got to tell me which is your favorite. Are you a Two Towers guy or a Return of the King guy? Mm. I got to know. Yeah. I got to know from you, too. It's been so long, I don't even remember a lot of it. I feel like it's going to be that way with a lot of films. Uh, have Have you seen Jaws? Yes, I have. I've seen a lot of classic movies because of my... um. My uh, uh, film, my film class. Okay. Yes. Have you seen Jaws? Yeah. Okay. So Jaws I've is one of my favorite films. It's like in the top fifteen. It's pretty good. So, y'all, y'all agree that that's a good film? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Good. Good. Let's good. Here. I watched <laughs> Jaws. Uh, I mean, not as good seen? as Sharktopus, but ha- like I love Sharktopus. Okay. <laughs> I'm not lying. What I, is Sharktopus? It's a B movie. Mm-hmm. I love B movies. Like, like, like with Jerry Seinfeld? No. You bastard. Oh no! It's a shark and an octopus! <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what if there were bees in this film? <laughs> just, just people are getting Does murdered the shark octopus like jazz? <laughs> Kramer! <laughs> He's the octopus. Jerry, Jerry, I got this idea. All right, we got a shark. We got a shark and an octopus together. <laughs> okay, I love Spaceballs. I've never uh, seen it. Great, I love fucking the Naked Gun. I love the Naked Gun series. <sighs> never seen. I the- love. Uh, I adore B movies, bro. Mm. I almost said it again. I'm sorry. I, almost I saw did. the look on your face. That's why I paused. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for I, it. it. Every time you say B movie, I, it doesn't matter. It's gonna the pop into is, my head. The thing is, the B movie is a B movie yeah. about bees. That is the joke. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It's a B movie about bees. Is that really bees. the joke? That it's is a B movie. That B is movie. why it's called the B movie. I want to raise this. <laughs> I'm in shock. You didn't get it. I I didn't know what B movies were. Bad movies on purpose, oh. but they're so bad they're good. I like yeah. bad movies. You, oh, we gotta show him the Naked Gun. I watched. Uh, okay, the Naked Gun. Come it's on. not a bad movie. It's literally just comedy. Like it's just straight up comedy. But it's spaghetti it's, westerns it's one of, are fun too. It's a too. great B movie. Depends. The serious ones or the funny ones. The funny ones. Okay. That's literally the thing of spaghetti western. Uh, spaghetti western actually, it's. Western filmed in Italy. Yeah. Which Clint Eastwood films were filmed in Italy, and Clint Eastwood Westerns... Oh, so those are considered... Are, they're considered spaghetti Westerns, because, but they're very fucking serious films. Mm. I've actually never seen a Clint Eastwood movie. Don't. 
<laughs> Why? Why? Watch a movie he's directed. I wouldn't... Okay. Clint Eastwood films then were... Okay. Maybe because I was younger, I didn't appreciate them. But they're definitely films that were great at the decade. So, like, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly? That's, like, probably only good back when it came out? Look, since I saw them when I was little, I should probably... I probably should rewatch them again mm. because I do appreciate a lot of old films now that I didn't as a kid. Mm. So I probably should, but I know he's a good director. Like he's a really good director now. So why were Westerns formed, uh, filmed in Italy? Uh, money. Yeah. It was cheaper to film in Italy. Were there big like countrysides that looks like America? There were, con- there are, there are patchy parts of Italy that look like the Midwest. Huh. Yeah. So Italians would have done really well in that time area. Probably. Mm. Um, not all of Italy looks like that, obviously. What do you mean? Of course it does. Oh, uh, all of Italy is very climbable vertical buildings and viewpoints. Mm. But yeah, they did it because it's cheap. What was, uh, how often do you ever hear of a movie being filmed in America? I'm talking not blockbuster budget. I'm talking anything uh, like blockbuster budget films filmed in America. But uh, Lion King. <sighs> <laughs> okay, even Lord of the Rings wasn't filmed in America. Yeah, that was formed in uh, film. I keep saying formed. formed. I guess that that's technically correct as well, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was filmed um, in New Zealand. New Zealand. Yes, that is correct. Because New Zealand is a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. I would live sheep. there. If they didn't have a law against owning reptiles as pets. Thank, thank the dragons for that. <laughs> yeah, you thank Smog for that one. That's Benedict all his cum. fault. Cumber. <laughs> cucumber, bitch. Just call that him Cumber. cucumber. <laughs> have you, wait, if I may. Oh, real quick, if I may. No. Uh, go back to the Snyder Cut. Yes, of course. Sorry. Um, we oh, no, no. Off I, the rails. I don't really have anything else that th- left to say. It is a lot better. Some of the stuff was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the directions. Like, there were some scenes where I literally, like, stood up in excitement. And I was just like, holy crap, I can't believe they did that. Um, but this is kind of a knock. Throughout watching it, it made me want to watch other movies. <laughs> Golly. Like, I, I can't remember what point, but I'm like, oh, I really want to watch Hellboy now. Oh, and I yeah. saw like Ezra Miller. And I'm like, I want to watch Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh-huh. I just get like every, like every couple of scenes. I'm like, oh, I want to watch this movie now. I want to watch Hellboy. <laughs> I really like uh, Aquaman, that movie that came out. And you know, I have not seen any of the new DC films other you, than Wonder Woman. You should really watch Aquaman because it was actually pretty good. Mm. Um, I you know, I have a lot of respect for Jason Momoa rocking mm-hmm. the long hair as he a man. Is, yeah, he's cool. But you know who's even cooler in that film? Mm. Guess. Guess who the dad is. Guess who's Aquaman's dad. Mm. Who? Django Fett. Motherfucking. Yeah. What's his name? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I forgot his name. I know his name. I know his name, too. You've seen The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Yes, he's in it, too. I know. He's the man himself. Why can I not remember his name? Can you help me Cause out, please? Because it, it's like it's like Polynesian and like yeah, uh, and like New Zealand. Yeah, well, uh, Tamora Morrison. Tamora Morrison, the legend, the man, the myth, 
the god. Mm. Aquaman's the, father. Aquaman's dad. I love the little, That's dope. I love the little line of like um how essentially him and his dad have a drinking contest and Aquaman's like I don't need to dr- I don't need to breathe air yet you could still out drink me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I may, have you guys ever seen the like Benedict Cumberbatch um like newspaper thing? Mm. All right. I'm going to read this. <clears throat> Quaint heartthrob, body snatch cumberbund, this week announced his engagement to theater director Sophie Hunter to the massive upset of millions of his enamored viewers. <laughs> Buffalo Custard Batch, 38, <laughs> is best known as the lead role in the hit BBC series Sherlock and also had a prominent role in 12 Years a Slave, War Horse, Tinker, Taylor, Soldier Spy, and the voice of... Of the dragon, Smog in the Hobbit trilogy. He actually acted as the dragon as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. But carry on, just uh, like uh, just like with uh, Andy Circus, Smeagol. Yeah, Smeagol. Yeah, that's Andy Circus. That's oh, Andy Circus. Okay. My bad. Uh, he was also I don't know uh, his name. King Kong. Mm. Really? Yeah, he was. Andy Circus played a cook, but he also did the mocap for yeah. King Kong. His poor voice. Did you s- did you see the behind the scenes? Sorry to cut you off on oh, this. No, but I just got to add this real quick. Did you see the behind the scenes on how he kept his throat from being? just destroyed yeah it's like a mixture of honey and like vinegar mm. and all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy stuff yeah, you don't want to talk like that for very long mm. no no <coughs> his voice is actually he, he i think he got nodes from it nodes really? he probably like i thought he did what are those <sighs> i okay in chorus they, they taught us about nodes it's something you have to avoid when you're doing anything with your voice like voice actors, singers, anyone who does anything with their voice professionally. Nodes are basically scars. They're little they're nodules that build up on your vocal folds that make your voice raspier. Mm. But they also prevent you from hitting certain pitches and having a certain amount of strength in your voice. And you need to go through vocal coaching. You need to go through uh, lots of rest. Like There are people who got nodes and they were instructed to not talk or make any sound with their throat for like mm. three weeks straight. Jeez. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Like, a lot of metal vocalists got nodes that made their voices raspier, sounded good at first, then it got worse, and they couldn't fucking sing. That sucks. Yeah, so they had to go to vocal coaching to learn how to do things the right way and rest their voices and all of that. <laughs> yeah, the electrical wiring in this house is fucked. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry to cut you off. I was just off, wondering so. if anybody else saw that. Yeah, um, yeah carry on. Oh, here. right, right. Uh, formidable casting repertoire aside... Bumblesnuff Crimpy Snitch, his fame <laughs> oh, yeah. is largely attributed to his dashing persona. Uh, we look forward to Mr. and Mrs. C- Cabbage Wank's wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what's a shame? You, mm. uh, the uh, Does Bruno Mars is Gay site is gone. They took what? it down. It's gone. They took it down. No Dude. more Does Bruno Mars is Gay. Dude, that reminds... Okay, I have this friend um, who... <sighs> Let me see if I can... I have you ever heard Does, Bru- right. Does Bruno Mars is Gay? No. You've never heard of that? Oh, mm-hmm. dude. It's so funny. It's like a... It's like a uh, I'm a living news under a rock. Yeah, clearly. It's a news article. Well, I think it's mostly because you don't watch I- anything. <laughs> I watch things. Do you watch Game Grumps? Yeah. So then you probably, you should have seen this. 
I probably the, heard does, them talking about it, but wasn't paying attention. Does Bruno Mars is gay? So basically, it's a uh, news article about Bruno Mars, like a speculation <laughs> where he's like gay or something. And uh, it's in a different language, but when it's like translated, it's so bad. Just translate it so poorly. Do you, do you want to hear something that? So when I first heard about that, I shared it with like all my friends, mm-hmm. and they all told me that it sounds like one of our friends who speaks like that. Do I know this friend? No, but it is the most hilarious thing. I'm gonna read like a short snippet of a Facebook post he made about a rant of um, how it was unnecessary. To give Elsa a girlfriend in the future Frozen episode or movie, this was like right after the Frozen movie came out, and people were like, "Oh, Elsa's gay." Uh, all right. <clears throat> Who in the world would made this Disney character from Frozen to be the first Disney princess or a queen to be a lesbian? I mean, really, that hashtag is call give Elsa a girlfriend that went viral all over on Twitter. <laughs> This woman who made that hashtag named Alexis Isabel that wanted Elsa to be a freak in lesbian. I mean, come on. Why would someone just put a Disney character to be gay in movie is not fair. Is not fair that the that Disney character has to be gay is not right. <laughs> is not fair. Is not fair. Frick in. Frick in. Uh. <laughs> There's a part where, where Frick he says, in is not fair. <laughs> I kind of know why that Alexis put that hashtag because she a lesbian. That why, and also this voice actress Indina who played as Elsa who supported her to be a lesbian. I'm trying to support Elsa for not going to let her to <laughs> for. For not going to let her to be a lesbian. (laughs) Okay. There's also a part in there I couldn't find where he says, uh, (laughs) why do you have to ruin my childhood? And he was like 17 at the time. (laughs) This is also a Frozen movie, which is geared towards very young children. Mm -hmm. There's not a single period in that whole thing, was there? No, no, it is all one sentence. <laughs> why? Do, why should anyone even care, though? Yeah. No, no, you shouldn't. Because I, I mean, I mean, I don't. We have a lesbian Disney princess. Yay. Do we actually though? Disney queen. Thank you very Disney, much. Disney queen. Sorry, we have a, a lesbian queen. Disney queen. I I think it's good that they decided to do it with a film that's popular with people who are young, because mm. more people are impressionable when they're young. Mm. So. You know, but my child will be gay now, and it's your fault. Or your child will just be more accepting of people who are gay. No. Okay, Karen, <laughs> take a chill pill. <laughs> no. Give me your manager. <laughs> I am the manager. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you yeah. made my unless child you, gay. Unless they you're also <laughs> the manager, and your name is Karen. I, I don't talk to me. That's I am the manager. <laughs> talk to the hand. I'm the manager now. Look at me. Dakota is a manager, and he very much hates management. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this now? <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, we don't we don't have to talk about this now. This Go ahead. I know you want to see corporation burn. Okay, since I have worked in a management position, like a legitimate management position now, 
and it's more so been training for me to be in a legit management position, like more legit, like a little higher up in the ranks. But I have been privy to and I have seen things and I have witnessed and noticed and figured things out that make me hate management even more than I thought I would mm. and than I did when I heard people talk about it. Like my father told me stories of the bullshit he had to deal with and I've had to deal with some similar shit firsthand now. Mm. Like lack of communication irks the fuck out of me. Mm. As it should. Yeah, as it should. <laughs> and upper management does not communicate. Period. Mm. Like, in, in a lot of instances. In, like, the couple of different companies I've worked for, I've noticed it. But now, especially, since I'm privy to more behind-the-scenes things every mm. now and again, they just don't communicate that well. Like, something's supposed to happen. Some people have known about it for weeks. Some people don't find about it till the day find out about it till the day of, and they're the person that's supposed to do it. And they were given no time to prepare. Nobody knew. Everybody else is unprepared because oh no, somebody now maybe works at a different store, or somebody has a different position, or somebody is not going to be working here anymore, and we didn't know until this day. And now maybe we're short staffed, or maybe another store is short staffed. Or maybe, you know, we now have uh, another person in another position and we weren't ready for them to be there yet. And now everything is fucked. The synergy is gone. Everything's messed up. And how much of a stickler for policy and regulation you have to be, even over the littlest minute things. I understand how important it is that everything has to be done a certain way for everything to work. But at the same time, there are always those situations where you're going the policy and the regulation is in the way of doing something. It makes life more difficult rather than easier in a lot of situations. And I also don't like the backhanded compliments and the hatred disguised as respect and wanting you to succeed. Like, they don't like you. Like, example. You, you want an example yeah. right now? Uh, okay. Is, um... I noticed you did this today. I'm not going to give too many examples. Yeah. Like, to... Uh, I noticed you did this today. I noticed your fellow coworker who is of the same position as you does this as well. I don't want you to fall into the same trap as them. I want you to be a better position than them. Then, next time I speak to this man or this upper level manager person, they're like, that person is a beast at everything they do. Mm. Like, you can do this good, but you need to be more like them in this respect. And you need to do this, and you need to do that. There's these little, like, they, 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 they micromanage you. And they tell you, you do all of these things wrong, and then they'll still go, but you're a good manager. 
Yeah, they try to like backhand it to make it to where they're not. Like they, they don't try sound to add, they, they try and form it as a compliment, but it's always a backhanded yeah. compliment. It's always a backhanded compliment. They think it's constructive criticism, but it comes off as a backhanded compliment. Mm. You're a good manager, but you're a good manager, but you're a good manager, but. Mm. Look, if I'm a bad manager, just tell me I'm a bad manager, okay? Just tell me all the things that I need to work on and do better. I'll work on it. But if you sit here and go, you're a good manager, but you need to do this more. Or you're a good manager, but you didn't do this. Or you're a good manager, but you're letting your guys sit down for five minutes. Or you're letting someone take a break. Or you're letting someone chill out for a minute when this hasn't been cleaned. Or that hasn't been put away. Or this doesn't look pretty enough for the guests. Or this display at the grocery store isn't as good as it should look. Or this needs to be adjusted. Why didn't you restock the apples? After, like, ringing up 50 customers. Or after... That person's in the casket upside down. (laughs) Or after working on so many cars, oh no, someone didn't immediately put, like, the air hose away after working on something. Like, it was out of the way, and it was not a trip hazard. It wasn't, like, bundled up neatly. It was, like, it was put away in a tight space but it didn't look neat. Mm. Nobody was going to trip over it. It didn't look bad, but I got yelled at because it wasn't rolled up perfectly. Because that's what they care about. Just image. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Anything that the guest or customer can't see, grocery store, uh, lube shop, furniture store, anywhere that I've worked, they don't give a flying fuck about. Even though... Hello, Discord. Even though organization... In the back room, or in the in the in the the, the, the pit areas, or wherever that needs to be good too, and yes. they don't stress on that nearly as much. Like this is this is a little like you're you're a good manager, but you're a good worker, but 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 it's always it's always the but. Yeah. And you know damn well, and you overhear things all the time. They they talk like nobody can hear them a lot, and everyone knows this. I've I've talked to other coworkers in different uh, companies and stuff that I've worked for. Managers Th- talk mad shit. They talk, ooh, tons of shit. As a manager, who has been privy to manager talking shit, mm-hmm. like as in included in the conversation, mm-hmm. that I usually don't take part in. I'm not trying to say that I'm above that or I'm self righteous or anything like that. I am not a perfect human no, being. No, Dakota talks mad shit too. Yeah. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> There have been a couple of, of occasions <laughs> to our face. Yeah, to our face. <laughs> it's rather hurtful. <laughs> I have been told to my face by an upper manager that someone has no future. Didn't phrase it exactly like that. They said, I don't see potential in them. I don't think they can do it. That's gross. Yeah, it's what job. I said back to them was maybe they can't do it right now. But with time and patience, they could. Mm. Just because they seem like they can't do it right now doesn't mean they are incapable. Mm. Different people need different types of training. Like, there, there are a lot of hurdles to cross. Um, being a, you know, a white guy who is in charge of people who are not white, mm. sometimes the race card gets played. Yeah. And... It has been played on me a couple of times, but what do I do? I immediately place myself in a position of 
working with that person. Mm-hmm. And even if the race car was played when I was working in a grocery store, I wasn't their boss, but I wanted to work with that person. Yeah. My response to you thinking that I'm racist is I want to work with you. I want to show you I'm a good worker. I want to mm-hmm. I want to work with you and show you that I'm willing to work with you. I like working with uh, people who are good at working. Mm. It has nothing to do with your skin color. It yeah. has nothing to do with your race. I like you because you're a good worker. Mm. If someone does good, I tell them they do good. If someone doesn't do good, I tell them the things they need to correct or the things they need to do better at. And I've been told that on one hand I am blunt, but on the other hand, they like being told they they do good. And they like to tell you in management training that you're supposed to tell people they do good. And you're supposed to say this. But it always, like, a lot of... You gotta mean it. You gotta mean it. Mm. If, if the manager tells you you did a good job, and they, they didn't mean it, you know they didn't mean it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did good today. Look, I don't give a fuck. I'll walk up to you and go, good shit, and give you a fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> all together, all together, all together. Power! Like, <laughs> that's that's usually when someone does a good job, I walk up to them and go, good shit today, give them a fist bump. Mm. Maybe they didn't care much in that moment. Maybe mm. later it helps. I don't I don't know. Don't care. I probably it's rambled that, on about this a little too long. <laughs> mm. It's that moment of, like, human connection, though. Yeah. That it, you're not just saying a script. You've, like, physically, like, yeah. done something out of your way that you, you mm. went off script and did mm-hmm. something genuine, that's going to stick with that person. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a small effort, but it's still an effort more than... Mm-hmm. Than, uh, yeah, than hey, than you did uh, you did good today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I would like to mention that there are... I have learned good lessons from people who are my superiors, obviously. Not all of my superiors have been bad superiors. Mm. But I've just noticed that the higher up you go, the more bullshit people you notice in life. Mm. And in, in, in the workplace, yeah. the more you notice how bullshit they really are, and that, 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 the sheer doubt when you know a manager really doubts the potential of somebody when they give up training them, or when they give up giving them constructive criticism, mm. and they just let them stay in the same position and do the same things over and over again. Because they think that that's the only thing they can do. And they won't trust them with anything more. Well, that's a little rough. My manager never trained me. That must show how much he believes in me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, there might be an instance where maybe they think you're just capable of learning it on your own. But at the same time, they should still touch base with you. Yeah, no, it's actually pretty bad in my my kind of field. Because it's not that kind of thing where you can just be like, okay, go go do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Shoe, because I ma- I'm always making an effort to like train to the finest details, like new people that we get in, mm-hmm. and things that I know, and secrets, and like just background stuff, because mm-hmm. it's very important. But uh, yeah, because then just helps out, and I have people, I have people who come in new at uh, the at the, uh, the f- there, mm-hmm. who are like, you are my favorite. And I'm glad how like thorough you are with stuff. There's mm. a little old lady mm. who helps out with services. She is just the greatest sweetheart. She loves me mm. because uh, I helped her every step of the way with like regular service stuff, mm. and uh, she's just always talking about me. It's nice. That's good. I, I do like it when someone you've trained comes to you and goes, "You're a good trainer. 
or even if it wasn't my responsibility to teach this person something and I taught them that and they're like, thank you for showing me this way. Thank you for phrasing it this way. Because a lot of people who train are like, I'm going to say it like this and I'm going to say it like this over and over again until you get it. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. If you say it one way and they don't get it, phrase it another way. Try and help them think outside the box. Those are usually the people who resort to like yelling, thinking that's going to yeah. do something. I was told by one of my teachers when I apologized for, this is going to sound like, one of those like movie like cringy movie moment like <laughs> cheesy things but I, I i like this i had one of those moments in my life okay yeah. i appreciate it <laughs> i told my teacher at the end of the, the the first semester when it was an option to come back because of a lot of things uh he was saying that he hoped to see me back and i said i'm glad to hear that i'm sorry for being slow and stupid with a couple of things mm. and he said to me that he doesn't believe in stupid, he believes in different experience levels. Okay, yeah. like different levels of experience. Mm. Uh, stupid is unwilling to pay attention and learn. Yeah. If you're willing to pay attention and learn, you're not stupid. You're just at a different experience level mm. than someone else. <coughs> so as long as you're willing to learn, you are capable of getting better. You are capable of achieving a higher level yeah. of whatever it is you want to do. But you also need to have a trainer who's willing to work with you. Mm. For instance, what type of learner are you, Georgie? I guess more hands-on. Guarantee you 80% of people are going to say that. Mm. And you say hands-on. Mm. Um, are you the type of person that you would you want to watch me do something and then try it? Would you want me to have your hands do it, tell you what to do? Uh, or do you just want to read about it for a while, then try it, then have me go uh, over your work? See, there's different, you, yeah. there's different levels. There's different types of hands-on. There's mm, different yeah. ways you can approach mm -hmm. teaching. I've, always, uh, just, I've been taught uh, my whole life, because this is how like, we've all done it, just basically jump into the fire. Mm. Get, it, get it done. Like Figure it out. Play, play with it. Use your, just you know, get yourself in there. Figure mm -hmm. it out. Uh, put some fire under you, and you'll get it eventually. Yep. Not probably the best way. So yes. I've kind of converted it away to where I gotta. I like to watch it done. Mm -hmm. Like kind of learn mm -hmm. my learn around, then jump in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you and me are soon to be working a little bit more in depth on some cars. Oh yeah. So. I need to learn the best way you learn. <laughs> yeah, no, I learn by doing, for you, sure. You learn by doing. Uh, most, I have most the shortest attention learn span. by doing. It's yes. a matter of, do you want to see it first? Do you want mm. me to tell you what your hands are doing first? Do you want me to have you both. read about it? Do no watch videos on it? Everyone learns yeah. differently, but most people are going to say hands-on. There's different types of hands. Of course yeah. you're going to learn something when you're doing it. Mm. It's just a matter of getting you to the point of doing it and learning it the right way. The best way to learn about that, actually, of, like, how you do things um, is, like, say you play a video game that you know nothing about. And this has happened to me quite a few occasions mm -hmm. where um, I guess, I guess, well, yeah, I guess I am a little bit of a reader uh, with learning, too. 
because uh, it's it's re- a, a mix of reading experience and just doing it. Mm-hmm. Where um, I gotta remember what game it was. Uh, it's been a lot of them, especially like Dark Souls or something, mm-hmm. where uh, you have no idea what's going on, what's around you. But the more I just kept reading stuff and going through the game, it's just like it became second nature to me. Mm-hmm. I know where to go. I know where to run, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting how you can learn things about yourself from just mundane yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Sorry for going on so oh, long about good. that. <laughs> Um, crap! I can't remember what I was gonna say. That was a good subject. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I liked it. Okay, yeah, it brought to mind like um, I have a friend who's in the army, and because he is a government employee, he has he now like very much hates the government because mm-hmm. he's in not deep in inner, inner workings, but enough where he doesn't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's under contract, so he's got um, a couple years left till he can leave. Um, but it has like turned him not not badly. It, it has turned him politically into like a different direction than he was like his entire life mm-hmm. after like seeing and knowing things. Uh, no, that's just what brought that to mind. Mm-hmm. It's like it also like when I was working construction, um, there was a couple times where they would have like somebody. Uh, like somebody new come in to like go and I would like show them how to take it sign and they gave me like an entire day or like two days to show them but I'm like it's really easy like you just do this you just sign at the end of the day cross it out sign your name whatever put how many loads are there and half the time I would just be like you know I'd explain the, the process and I'd be like alright uh, it's like Keith doesn't He's not going to come around. It's like, do whatever you want. Like, between the time. Or be like, if you're going to drop it off in the office, go at this time. Because if you do it after that, you're going to just be standing there for like an hour. Like, just like small things, small little advice, things like that Mm -hmm. can really help out a person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. It should be more prevalent, especially as a manager. Mm. And like in your workplace, where moving up like the chain of command is so not advertised but um like pushed it sucks that like those people who were like in the positions of the workers that they are now the boss of like probably a couple months ago are like completely jaded mm-hmm. like th- that sucks that you were literally in that position you know like what happened between those points mm-hmm. and now, there are people, I'm going to mention this as well, mm-hmm. as a person who is a superior of others, where you will teach someone something or you want them to do something this way or keep this clean or keep this organized, keep this stocked, make this aisle look pretty, clean the concrete, get the oil out of it, whether it's grocery store or or um, lube shop or whatever. And they just, they do it a few times, and then they stop doing it. Pour the oil in my mouth. Like, there's... Glug, 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 glug. (laughs) There are people who don't have a good work ethic. And people say that good work ethic can't be taught. And I I say anything can be taught if you're willing to learn it. Mm -hmm. You just have to... And I can't make you willing to learn. Yeah. I can't. 
There's nothing I can do that can make you willing to learn. But that is a magic. decision. Huh? You're not magic. No, I'm not magic. I can't make you willing to learn. Um, I'm willing to teach. Yeah. If you're not willing to learn, you're not going to receive any of the information I'm giving to you. Mm. You're going to just... And it sucks because there are people that could be really good. Mm. They're just not trying hard enough. Yeah. And I've seen this so much. Even in, in even back in high school, mm. you always knew that kid in class who was smart, but he never tried. <laughs> I wonder who that was. Like, I'm pretty sure a like lot of people yeah. were Probably some dumbass who couldn't read notes, sir. <laughs> Guitar class, like that's just say. I mean, just an example. I couldn't read. <laughs> We, we, we've all. Been, my name's Cletus. Uh, <laughs> we've all been the person who's capable. Have y'all seen tried. my sister around here? <laughs> I got a date. <laughs> Cletus. The thing is, that character would one hundred percent do that. Like, just like massive pausing. All right. So, anyways, and just like <laughs> hi, like <laughs> hi. Now, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was, so I don't know. Mm. It was just the. It is a little disheartening to have someone tell you they're willing to learn and they're willing to do this, and they just don't do it. Mm. I, it is disappointing, and I understand how managers become so cold and backhanded compliments and all these other things yeah. by dealing with workers like that, mm. like Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> or people who don't show up at work and they were pointless to hire in the first place. Mm. All of these things. I've seen both sides now. Yeah, I've seen being the worker and getting backhanded compliments and not being taught the right way. And I've turned around and tried to be a manager who tries to teach things in multiple ways. I try and talk to these guys to see where they're at and help them wherever I've been. Mm. And... I've also seen the the I've I've talked to the people who are like I hate this person. They're pushing me to to do more and they're trying to make me work mm. so much and then I've been a manager and I'm like that's a lazy worker. Mm. Like I've seen both sides of that. Yeah. And in a lot of instances, either that person's a lazy worker or that manager's a push hard. Where's the line? Mm. Where's the line between lazy worker and push hard manager? Like both of them think the opposite. Both of them think yeah. the opposite. Yeah. There is not an in between there. It is one radical or the other. Because there are lazy workers and there are push hard managers, and it's just that's a, that's a difficult situation mm. to to differentiate between them. Oh, if we could all just be snakes. <laughs> oh. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's like I don't want to eat for three months. <laughs> I ain't got All it. Right. I'm just gonna start eating again. I can take a bath whenever mm. I want. I'm just gonna shit in my water bowl. <laughs> make you clean it to prevent me from getting dysentery. You crazy snake! What? This also like came to mind of. I don't know what I can't really connect it, but essentially I just started thinking about like um, how kids in like 
certain private schools, not all obviously, mm-hmm. um, are very much like babied. Oh yeah. And bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad issue. Mm, yeah, you you went to private I school. I have seen it firsthand. Yeah. And it's never a good outcome because uh, I can tell you firsthand, kids like that are they especially if they go through it the entire way all the way into like mm. they can't anymore like the school that i went to specifically um stopped at eighth grade i did not stay in it until eighth grade mm. but i knew many people who did yeah, i did too and i met them in high school and they are so i while i was like hanging out with friends and like talking to people and outgoing when i tried to connect with them again they were so socially inept we could not hold conversations. Mm. There's also the the flip side where they think because they went to a private school and the way that they were treated that they're like, they think they're like the better person. The elite. Yeah, the elite. And then there's the, the ones who just kind of fall and become like drug druggies. Yeah. Which is also a very bad problem. Mm. Like I, I <laughs> sometimes like Antonio, this is kind of a joke, but he'll just be like, dude, you like saved me. Because <laughs> here's my problem with private schools. Why I honestly prefer public school, um, public schooling, is I understand as a parent you want the best for your kid, but I believe the best for your kid is experience and getting to know yes. themselves and other people, meeting people from different backgrounds, as opposed mm. to all the rich kids who have the exact same story and whose family tree is like two lines going uh. straight up and down. It is <laughs> unfortunate that sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, that uh, in the world we live in, sometimes <coughs> there's an element that kids. There's an element of I don't want to say danger, mm. but in order to be able to deal with hostility in the world, you have to experience some level of hostility in school. Mm. In order of dealing with people who judge you, you have to be judged at school. Mm. And it's unfortunate that that's the way it works. But, you know, like at the private school, of course, they baby you. But Mm. at public school, you end up with the social pressure. You end up with all of the negative, all these negative Mm. things that you have to deal with when you're younger. And it gets worse as you get older. Mm. But you get thicker skin because of it. If you're shielded from that and then thrust into the real world, you yeah. don't have thick skin. Yeah, that's you don't have a tolerance for these things. Mm. I I actually have a story that I haven't really told at all to okay. anyone of just uh um just something that I think about mm. every time I think about what I was like before. Mm. So, I joined a public school 8th mm-hmm. s- grade. How was that for you? So one of my first experiences, <laughs> the first week, I'm fresh out of the pi- private school into a public school, mm-hmm. and we're in gym, yep. and um, I think this is the first turning point for me. I'm happy it happened so fast, uh. but um, I didn't realize that people... Obviously, I wasn't as bad as others, mm. but I was still pretty bad. So uh, we're, I guess uh, I get into this conversation with some guys, because I'm not completely socially inept. And I figure out one of them uh, is also named Trevor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> where are we going? With we're this? like, and I'm like, whoa, nice. My name's Trevor too. He's like, oh, okay, sick. 
they put out his hand to like you know dap up bro and <laughs> his hands out to dap up correct hi <laughs> <laughs> you shook his hand i shook his hand <laughs> And he looked at me and was like, I hope he beat you up. <laughs> oh, okay, you shake hands. All right, oh, cool. No. Were you one of the kids that did this? Hold on, hold on, hold on your hand. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't just hold the fingers. I did not fingers. do that. I did not hold the fingers. I can promise you that. Sometimes I've, I accidentally miss. i people who do this to me. I get old ladies who do that to me. Okay, old ladies is fine. Old mm. ladies who grab your hand like that is like, as in like the sideways I accidentally grab. do. Yeah, I accidentally, like, if my aim's off, like, if someone's just kind of holding back their hands, because people do that a lot, because they don't want to touch the mortician. Mm. But uh, ba- uh, me, a lot me, of times I accidentally... This is the man's handshake. This man's handshake? Hi, it's ni- nice to meet you. Nice, my name's nice Trevor. To you too. Or, oh, this is a special one my grandpa taught me. Yeah. It's called, literally called, the mortician. Wait, hang on, I missed. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Ni- oh. Okay. Because okay. I got my fingers right there on your uh, veins. Uh, you're feeling mm. it. You're feeling yeah. feeling your pulse. You alive? <laughs> you there? You here with us? He just I don't know. That. You might have See to push you in a three weeks. Hard. You feeling a pulse there, Trev? <laughs> no, nothing. Not mm. a, it's empty. <laughs> I think it's time to go shopping for my casket. <laughs> Would you like white, black, Luckily, camo? I know a guy. <laughs> Did you ever learn like cool handshakes in school? Hold on, that's that's. Stupid. You remember that one? Hold on. I showed Lucille and her brother that uh, a while back, mm. and they oh hated God. it so much. It feels so invasive. It does feel so invasive. Yeah. Was, did you ever do it? No, right. that. Yeah, you okay. never did that. It was should, awful. Should we come up with like a stupid handshake? <laughs> we already have one. It's the school one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, like an actual legit, like the stupid fucking. Wait, hang on, hang on. Just like this. For our audio listeners, we <laughs> had our hands almost in fists and the, the, we interlocked our fingers so together. The, the, our hands are facing the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. And we slowly slide our sweaty fingers together, interlock them, squeeze our hands to a fist. Like we're about to do an awkward like 69ing thumb war here. <laughs> and then we just fucking... Oh, we're just playing Thumb War now? Sure, let's Thumb War. <laughs> ah, no. Right. I'm on the bottom. That's why it's not okay, fair. Come on. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I declare Thumb War. Give us exposition. Trevor usually... Um, oh. I got nimble fingers. <laughs> on today. Ow. Oh, oh, Trevor. Ah. Oh, Did you ever get oh, the Dakota's kid just, going after Trevor. Did you ever get... Th- oh, no. Dead. Trevor <laughs> is at the bottom where he prefers to wormhole. be. Wormhole. I hated those kids. It's the worst. I was a kid. That did that. <laughs> I hated myself. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. Narrate or do something. Ah, Dakota. No, all right, Dakota is going here. after Trevor. He can't He's go ooh, towards ooh. my hands. Ooh, ooh, they're pulling <laughs> off, but here. Trevor is going speed, but Dakota's got the power. He's going slow stop, strokes. Stop, stop, oh, 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 oh. Ooh, Get off the here. side, to the left. I'm going to Mortal Kombat your ass. And then, your finger's oh, so slippery. Trevor's fast. He's going in with the quick jabs. <laughs> oh, they're clinching, but yeah. here comes Trevor. Come here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Our hands are so sweaty. I won the first round, but that, that second round, it was like it was you all were just me. fucking pelting me. Because <laughs> I noticed you started bringing your hand up like this. I was like, you know what? I'm just going into. 
It's like if you <clears throat> go on the offensive really fast in Thumb War, you usually win. Really? It also helps having long fingers. Yes, yes. But it's very few. It's, it's, I've never really thumb wrestled with someone who has. <laughs> with this with thumb. These like, thumbs. We have similar <laughs> length thumbs. Why are we so similar? I don't know. Okay. Do you think I'd look like you if I grew out my hair? No. no. Um, here's the difference between us, though. Your thumb, like, finger part is longer, but, like, my hand muscle is, like, longer. Like, is my hand wider than yours or yours longer? Oh, I'm slowly lowering my know. microphone. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I think my thumb, my thumb's slightly longer than yours. It is. That reminds but, me. Like, hold on. Look at the bases of our thumbs. Mine comes yeah, yours up slightly is, higher. Yours is stronger. I got. Oh, you want to like thumb? I'm gonna kill you with the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> you just break my thumb. <laughs> like, I'm not feeling much pressure on my thumb here. I'm really not either. But also, it's because the angle that we're at. So I'm gonna start fighting back. Fight back. Dude, I just remembered. I have a Ow. friend. <laughs> Dude, Are you okay? Yeah. A friend of mine has a friend yeah, named a Dakota. Bit. Huh? A friend of mine has a friend named Dakota. Who's a dude, and he's like six one six two, and he looks like you, but with short curly hair. <laughs> it's what the hell? Freaky. <laughs> like it's like Ow. two different timelines of Dakota. Again. What's happening? Here you go. I don't know what's happening. I'm giving you. A <laughs> I I've been told that there are a lot of people who. All right, so th welcome to the uh, arm wrestle podcast. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> gonna arm wrestle two, a little bit. Three. But uh, I've worked with like I don't know. Hearing about people who look like me mm. is very weird. It is very. It is also very weird that his name is also Dakota. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we so similar? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we're both. No, you're not gonna win this. Come on, come on! Ah, no. Oh, so far, Dakota's winning. Oh, no. He's just, he's just over the middle. What? They're going. You're not gonna win this, motherfucker. He's you're gonna tie yourself going out. Down. Uh, Who's gonna tie her first, though? Do you know how long I pushed? Oh, Dakota's one? going. Oh, Do you know it's how almost long? touching. Do you know how long I have tried? And, oh, come on. No. Come on, come on, come on. You got a strong forearm, sir. Oh, you know it. No, there damn it. <laughs> ah. Yes. <laughs> I'll have a rematch later. See, he won because he didn't go to, <laughs> to private school. I'm actually, that was, <laughs> that was pretty tough, actually. <laughs> that was tough. Holy shit. <laughs> we'll try it again whenever I don't bend my wrist back. <laughs> That was completely oh, yeah. fair. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that was like, oh, uh, I'm making excuses because I but suck. But Dakota cheated. <laughs> he cheated totally. Did I, oh, did yeah. I cheat? No. George, George, you were watching. Did I, did I cheat? That, I think that's a genuine uh, tactic where you bend their wrist back. Mm. It's like what you're supposed to do. Mm. You would... I'm not arm wrestling you. I'm not going to do it, Georgie. You would flip our... Um, it would be your arm, our entire bodies. Not only is it such an awful idea, but it's also my weak arm. Oh, Tell you what, tell you, tell you what, can Trevor and I together, <laughs> hold on, no, 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 oh, together, okay, oh together, gosh. with weak hands, let's do it. I don't, tre uh, tre okay, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> here's what we gotta do, wait, you've gotta like, position it to where it's like, oh, like this, okay, 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 like, we're, we're all together here, you want me to go more your way, real quick, alright, I'm moving away from the mic, 
Alright, we gotta we gotta angle this up a little bit better. But we're basically trying to wrap my hand around Trevor's hand. This is all three of our weak arms. It's fine. To see if we can I feel like this is gonna be I feel like this is gonna be fair. I feel like it's gonna be fair too, because two of us have to equal one Georgie. I feel like you guys are like overestimating my strength. <laughs> Ready? Three, two, one. God What? He's holding! Not only is he holding, he's going his way a bit. Mm. Come on! Oh, Are am. you even doing this? <laughs> I am doing this! Yeah! Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we only won because he got tired. <laughs> that would have been really sad if we lost that. <laughs> that would have been really Especially after that long arm wrestle we just did. Dude. And I'm not making excuses, but my, my my freaking arm. So I've been practicing. What is with my mic? Hold on. Is it uh, loosened up? Yeah, but oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what you want to be turning. Do a McTwist. There we go. Um, I have been like shadow boxing in my room, mm. practicing like boxing techniques because to get some workout. And when I was doing that, I was like, ah. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like the pain right here. And I'm like, ah. I've also been punching my heavy bag. And I just, like, gave out. Oh, damn. Well, oh. Holy crap. I lasted a lot longer than I thought, it was, I, thought I would, you're honestly. You're a strong dude. Like, I've seen how strong you are. You're a strong dude. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I was half expecting you to win. Against the both of us. I wasn't yeah, expecting I to was win, too. but I wasn't expecting to hold out that long That either. was a lot of resistance. <laughs> it was. Because when we started, it, you were winning for like two seconds. There. Yeah, you went back. You like went towards your way. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're so weak. I don't think we're necessarily weak. Georgie's just we're strong. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not weak by any standard. I'd say we're more normal. In strength level, yeah, for our Maybe. for our height and weight, probably, mm -hmm. and our muscle mass. We're average for someone who doesn't work out. <laughs> yes, for my, uh, for, I think because of our specific professions, that also helps to oh, keep yeah. a kind of average to above we're, average we're kind both of strength somewhat level. Fit. Yes, I, I, emphasis on somewhat. Fit. Somewhat. <laughs> Very minor things. It's not like an actual workout. Meanwhile, We're both still underweight and talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I lay in bed all day. <laughs> You're naturally strong, though. Hmm. I wear like very minimal because I just because I start working out and I'm just like it's not as fun as like going to an actual gym. So I just like mm. eh, we done. genuinely need to start working out though. Like well, mm. we could all go together. That'd be sick. Mm. This man would. Show us up at everything. Well, at least he can show <laughs> Actually, us. Actually, wait, hold on. We could show you up at running, right? No, I no, have. A, I have depends a, how 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 far. I, I can't run. I have a sliced Achilles heel. Oh, you can't <laughs> run. I can run, but not how I used to be able to. I've never recovered it very well. Damn. How do you? I don't. Maybe it's not a good way to. Uh, I shouldn't ask. No, you can. It's literally so stupid. I was on a boat and I was pulling a circle chair up because we were gonna play Wii mm -hmm. with like a, I think it was on it was on a boat on How a cruise old ship. How were you when it happened? So I was in a teen club. I can tell you that. Yeah. So and I pull up those like cool and hip uh, round chairs and it has like the metal base. Mm -hmm. 
And without even realizing, because we had come from like the pool, mm-hmm. without even realizing, I had my shoe on, but my uh, I didn't have the uh, heel part all the way up. I was just kind of standing on it like mm-hmm. a pair of like sandals. Mm-hmm. And without even realizing, it must have swung around and sliced into my Ooh. heel through the tendon. So I'm walking over there, and suddenly I just fall down into a pool of my blood, unable to walk. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt or anything. But I it lost. It must have been so clean, it went straight through. Yep. Damn. Didn't feel it at all, but I just fell. That's terrible. So no running. <laughs> like, inside. I have so many problems. <laughs> Trevor is like Trevor is like one more issue away from being like legally handicapped. <laughs> it's okay, Trevor. We can still we can still like lift weights and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Maybe no deadlifting though. No, no. Um it's just I can't run for long periods of times. I can definitely okay. sprint <clears throat> and everything. It's just I lost I lost a good bit, mm-hmm. especially from my like being able to run for forever as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of lost that. Yeah. But um, all of my major injuries was while I was on a cruise ship. <laughs> I ripped off my toenail. Three of my cousins Don't came from a cruise ship. Cruise. Came Noted. from? Yeah. Like that's where they were like made. Yeah. Oh. Like my my aunt. We ha- It's a liter- It's a joke. Because it happens so many times where, like, anybody now in my family, if they announce that they're pregnant, we're like, wait, but you didn't go on a cruise. That's <laughs> funny. Because my aunt was like, she had one kid. She's like, oh, no, we're, we're, we're just going to have the one. And then they had um, they had a second kid. They're like, okay, I think that's enough. Then they went on a cruise and then announced that they were pregnant. And then went on a second cruise, <laughs> like like, a year later. And then came back and was pregnant again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. And I think, like, another cousin of mine, like, went on a cruise. And we're like, oh, you're going to get pregnant. And she's like, ah, oh, whatever. And then she came back and she was actually oh pregnant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't go on cruise. <laughs> all, all of my injuries. All of my, all of my big, um, big injuries. Except for whenever I broke my arm on a dirt bike. Um, but I have ripped off my toenail from a door. Oh, yeah, it was the oh, worst. The big no. toe. Big toe. Ooh. Healed back completely fine. You can't even tell. Um, and I cracked my head open. That one was just a dumb story, but I was really young. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and a bunch of kids were doing front flips into a pool, and I decided, <sighs> hey, I'm going to do a backflip now. <laughs> But in the same fashion as you would doing a fr- uh, front flip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, facing the pool, mm-hmm. standing at the edge of the pool. But to anyone else who wouldn't know, it probably would have looked like I just slipped. Oh. Uh, you can still see the scar. I had to get nine nine staples. Damn. Oh, God. I've never hurt myself like that before. Yeah, me neither. I've broken my arm. I've dislocated my kneecap. A nail has gone through one of my toes. What? so there was an old nail in the wall Mm. and when I was eight years old I used to do (laughs) (laughs) I used to do weird things like so I used to like jump and run and stuff and like slide my feet on the walls and stuff Mm. and this nail that was sticking out of the wall (laughs) I didn't know it was there my pinky toe went straight through Uh. it 
like uh, it sliced uh, through the top half like this the head of a nail went straight through the top half of my mm. pinky toe and i was eight years old mm. ah that hurt like a motherfucker Oi! um dislocating your kneecap doesn't hurt as much when it initially happens it mm. hurts a few days later when you keep walking on it mm. my right knee is uh uh it got dislocated once mm-hmm and it's the freaking knee that, like, sometimes when I'm, like, walking, if I turn a certain way, it'll just dislocate again. Mm. And it is legitimately, like, the worst pain I have experienced because it's so sudden. And it's the reason that um, I I uh, fractured my right elbow in the mall a couple years ago when I was walking. My kneecap just, like, dislocated, couldn't stand on it. And mm-hmm. I put, like, I had all my weight on my right foot because I took that step, mm-hmm. fell down, tried to stop myself with my right hand. Um, and then I freaking mm, fractured geez. my right elbow, yeah. Trying to catch myself with my left hand was how I broke it, mm. my left arm. I was four when I broke my left arm. I don't I know think. why whenever I felt... Well, so, <clears throat> the story of breaking my arm is I was ri- uh, riding a dirt bike around the house, and uh, something caught my front... Around the house. Ra- huh? <laughs> you were riding a dirt bike around the house. Yes. Um... Yeah, he's got an indoor track. You Shut see up. it? It's not um, indoor. <laughs> when I was 12 years old, me and my father went into a Pet Boys, and I saw a green dirt bike, and I told my dad, can I please have that? I want it. And he said, no. <laughs> and the some, story. I mean, yeah. And then some asshole kid came in with his dad, well, and then the kid just threw a... Like ten grand at the dude and was like that dirt bike's mine. No, no, it, it was and that was Trevor. <laughs> I, from the hey, moment, I'm not okay, rich. From from the moment I saw that dirt bike, it started my love of motorcycles. Really, it was that dirt bike I saw when I was 12 years old in a Pet Boys. It was a dirt bike for kids. Well, now we need to go back and get you that dirt bike so you can ride it <laughs> and fulfill your dream. <laughs> fulfill my dream. That's fine. Uh. Yeah, I wanted it so bad that now I want to build a motorcycle. That'd be sick. Like it was uh, <laughs> like the Please desire. drink some of that. But uh, I probably don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the story. Basically, I'm riding around the track. Something catches my front wheel, and I'm flown off the bike. And for some reason, I didn't. I think I just kind of torpedoed through the air mm-hmm. for some reason, and I just land straight on my shoulder right here. Oof. And that's pretty much why I can do this now. Ah! <laughs> what the hell? Wait, you've never seen this? No! <laughs> this man has wrapped his right arm around the left side of his neck. Holy crap. As in going Whoa. up. Dude, it literally looks like your shoulder just like went inside your body. Is your shoulder blade <laughs> impaling your neck right now? No, it's actually, I can lay like this comfortably. I oh. do lay like this comfortably. <gasps> if you, I, If I'm like laying down on a couch and my head's like kind of on a cushion i'll do this to kind of like it's kind of like i cannot do it with the other arm huh i can't do that but my elbow looks weird <laughs> you feel my elbow i've noticed i can squeeze the elbow does that feel different than a normal elbow to you it used to when i was a kid i i don't mm. think so you don't think so Bend yours out farther than mine. I don't know. When I was a kid, like earlier, closer to when I broke it, you could feel that it was weird. Yeah, it and, does. Uh. 
and I was. <laughs> now that I know what that arm can do, what I, the hell? Why does that? Wait, that one goes further. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a guy who stands like that, and his knees do that, and it's terrifying. I hate I, that. I realize that I do that. Like I stand with my knees like this. Sometimes. How? I don't know. I did like I hate it in pictures because I can see it. Um, but I don't know. I just I just do that sometimes. I guess I don't know. Your knees must be locked to hell standing. Like yeah, that. I, I I lock my knees a lot. So if standing like per- with your legs like perfectly out, you can pass out from that, can't you? I got some stories. Oh god. Wait, really? So I always I make sure to, to do the candlelight processional oh, from right. our high school, and they tell you, don't lock your knees, don't lock your knees. And the reason they tell you that is hot stage lights, hot robes. If you've seen the candlelight processional, it is literally an hour of high school choirs. There's no break in this hour, by the way. This is an hour straight concert singing 12 songs. Mm. It's a lot of work, too. Like, I sang in a bass section, so we had to powerhouse. And if you lock your knees, you will slowly pass out standing like that in the heat for an hour really? yeah there you will literally you won't see it much from the audience mm-hmm. but you will see a person like sitting right there head goes straight down whole body straight down and they when as soon as the lights go down between the song they come get you they can't get you in the middle of the song if that person goes down you have to act like he's not or they're, they're, they haven't fallen there's a guy in front of me with a really sweaty back who kept leaning backwards onto me and I kept like nudging him in the back to like, don't you pass out on me? Don't you pass out on me? Because we gotta hold these fake candles too, the entire time. You can't let the candle down. You can't drop the candle, even when the lights go down. Your hands are here holding the candle mm-hmm. for an hour, standing there singing. And yeah, if you lock your knee, you will go down. That's crazy. You'll, you will. That you seems will like go a. Down. That seems like a very weird flaw in the human design so what they tell you to do what the the thing is when you lock your knees like that it restricts blood flow to your legs Mm -hmm. and your heart starts pumping faster to get the blood flow down to the legs Mm -hmm. then you start overheating and your heart is trying really hard to get those that blood to your legs it's just not happening Mm -hmm. so you pass out because then there's not enough blood up here there's all kinds of shit they tell you to wiggle your knees between songs like bend them slightly like oh, back yeah. and forth like both knees in like a pattern to like just enough to feel it but not enough to like see it from anyone else mm-hmm. if you do that you're fine you won't feel anything like you you'll you, you could stand for several hours if you keep wiggling your knees every about 10 15 minutes or so yeah but that's what i worry about during a service that's why like i always s- kind of crouch just a tiny bit to where mm-hmm. my legs aren't completely straight just in case, because that's gonna that's gonna be like the worst thing that could happen. It's just me pass I, out. I don't even know if I lock my knees. I know I have a very wide stance, mm-hmm. um, as I've been told and made fun of because <laughs> I didn't realize I did it for a long time. You do have a wide stance. Yeah, um, I have a small stance, but sometimes I have shoulder wide stance. Mm. It depends on the day. It's weird. Well, it's not weird. It's normal. I should stop saying it's weird. It reminds me <laughs> of somebody we used to know. <laughs> used to know. Somebody that I used to know. Somebody that I used to know. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Okay. 
copyright. I would have joined you, but I was too busy cringing because I knew who Dakota was talking about. And it made me... Uh. Hmm. That sounds so familiar. Like it's a like it's a like a sleeper word. Uh, I want to make some noise so nobody can hear them. Hi, this oh is the Jorge God, only yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. I know. I like I pizza. I will tell you what I told him later. That <laughs> okay. get it. That's all you really had to say was that last one, and you would have. I would have known exactly. <laughs> oh Always God. made me so uncomfortable. I don't know why. I guess we're going to talk about that We'll later. talk about it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's, um, uh, what you got? Uh, I failed to, like, say this because you were, like, in the middle of something. Um, but speaking of, like, Trevor's big-ass house, he's got an even bigger-asser house. <laughs> uh, oh. Yes, I am <laughs> he's now. got yeah. a massage chair we talked about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, truck update. Mm. Truck update. My truck's out of the shop. Oh, yes. Um, it's a miracle that we got it to the shop without the wheel falling off. <laughs> there was not a single bearing left in my rotor or anything. There was your not wheel a hub, sing- not your rotor. My bad, my wheel hub. There was not a single bearing left at all. They showed me, he showed me the thing you from the- You have sealed bearings, though, right? Yours were sealed bearings. I you have to don't take, know. You have to take the wheel hub yes, off yes. to get to the bearing. yes. Like seals that know where they are. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but um, I, I don't think I should teach you about cars, Georgie. So I don't know the term, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna describe it very loosely. Uh-huh. He grabbed my uh, old rotor out of uh, out of the trash, mm-hmm. out of their like part trash, mm-hmm. and uh, the ring that goes around it, around the thing that can I kind of connects them both together. There was nothing in between it. He could. So he had the wheel hub and the rotor. Yes. And they were just like. There was nothing. Hold, there was nothing that was stopping it from just kind of pop. Okay. So. I should rotor, have taken a video of it. I'm the sorry. The rotor is basically it should snap onto the wheel. Not like it's like hooked on. Or it anything, should. It should be just on the there. The rotor yes. is like indented to go around part of the wheel hub in your case. So it's yes. supposed to like lock on there, and that what it locks onto is sitting around the bearing yes there was nothing left mm-hmm. in fact you can see where it's gouged into the metal where uh um where it was the upper ro- control arm yes no 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 uh inside the oh, uh yeah, yeah. inside the ring mm-hmm. you could see where it's just scraping and rubbing yeah so they replaced the hub right yes they it's all brand new yep mm-hmm. okay and they gave me an alignment and it's so nice now mm-hmm. <coughs> And uh, I'm also, literally the day after that happens, I moved into the new house. Hmm. Yep. In a hearse. Not in a hearse. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Fine. Yes. I did it in a Come hearse. Come on. It sounds better. It sounds nice. So, Removal yeah. van. Removal van hearse. Fuck it. It's a, it's a bargain hearse. bin hearse. <laughs> it's, it is $5 Walmart DVD movie from 2002 hearse. <laughs> It is Gremlins for $5 on DVD <laughs> hearse. You know, there's actually, like, uh, uh, funeral homes that still do removals in hearses. I want to make an 
An Ecto one? Yeah, an Ecto one. An Ecto one. I've never seen that movie. Okay. Gallows <laughs> Buster. <laughs> oh yeah, that's made you've out. That's s- made out of an old hearse, right? Yeah. That's you've, cool. You've you've not. I'm going to show you. I've never watched Ghostbusters. Both of those films. Mm. I have them on DVD, and I have the Blu-ray special editions of those films. Nice. Also, I have the anniversary DVDs and the anniversary Blu-rays. I I I I love Ghostbusters. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't. Never the seen the list them. of movies we have to show this man is <laughs> yeah. growing more and more. You have to give us. Movie night one. Mm. We got. We got. We got. We gotta. Gotta get there. Ah. Um, hold on. I just realized I have two. I have two things to talk about. One oh, is something. Um. Oh no. That I just thought of right now. But. So. Uh, I go to this thing called Institute, which is essentially like kind of like a scripture study class, and the dude who like sits up there, love the man, very educated man. Um. But he has a lot of stories. He's older. He has a lot of, like, really cool stories. And he was telling this story that made me feel shame afterwards, and I'll tell you why. He was talking about this, um, how he was with some friends, and they were enjoying some brownies. (laughs) And then one dude took a bite of the brownie and had an aneurysm and then was brain dead within minutes on the floor of his house. Okay. I... Could not stop laughing. <laughs> and it is a very quiet room. And I'm, I'm, it is very, it is stifled laughing. But my friend is right next to me. And every once in a while, I could hear her giggle. And so it would make me laugh. And every once in a while, I would giggle. And it would make her laugh. And so for like 10, like five straight minutes, we were just laughing. Like very quietly, but we were laughing. And it was noticeable. To the point where the poor man was like, you guys are really laughing hard about something over there. He was like, get it out. And then it started making us laugh more. So he's like, it's good. It's good to be happy or whatever. And Because I'm not. But like, it made me laugh so long because he just said it so nonchalantly. And also the image of this like dude taking a, br- a bite out of a brownie and then like dropping dead was hilarious to me and not only that i stopped laughing after a couple minutes and then all of a sudden hit with the image of like like if the dude was sitting right here took a bite of the brownie dropped just the other dude with the brownie just like (laughs) (laughs) just slowly puts the brownie back down (laughs) and like everybody there's this uh, missionary that was sitting like on the row on the row we were at like at the end and he just kept on looking at us and just like white like stop like cut it out but i could not stop laughing dude that was so funny i think i have an issue because he also talked about some other person he knew dying and i started laughing then too (laughs) he must hate you he probably does that's so that's so messed up (laughs) (laughs) if i ever talk about the death of somebody and you start laughing i know now to not care (laughs) well it's just the way he says it because he says it so nonchalantly like it wasn't like like it, it wasn't like he had a, a brownie and then he had a like a predisposition to have a brain aneurysm and it just got triggered. No, he said we were enjoying some brownies. He took a bite. 
and he had an aneurysm and then died. Like, dude, see, you two are laughing. See, the way he said it's it. It's the way you're explaining it. <laughs> see? There's no way he explained he it, like, it that. like that. He said it like that. Maybe, like, a couple more words because he's very eloquently spoken, but... He, dude, he said it like that, and I could not stop laughing, dude. Okay. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You just. I couldn't, because it was very quiet, and I couldn't, all I could focus on was the, was that, was that scenario. You have a contagious laugh, <laughs> You have a very high-pitched giggle, by the way. Fuck you. I have a I what? Have, I have different laughs depending. I do. I have different laughs too. Mm. Um. So, uh, I have I have a giggle as well. It's not so high pitch. You probably uh. heard me. We'll bring out your giggle. Don't worry. Um. There's also my normal brownie. Laugh, sort of. <laughs> what? <laughs> I also have y'all heard my low pitch laugh. I, maybe. Like, there's a scene in Black Panther. When he's like, they charge up the suit and then he kicks it and he gets thrown across uh-huh. the room. I realized what the joke was going to be 30 seconds early. So I sat there for 30 seconds going, hmm, 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 <laughs> hmm, 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 I completely hmm, forgot hmm, that Black Panther hmm. and Pink Panther are two different movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, I don't remember that part. Pink <laughs> Panther. <laughs> but I was sitting there for 30 seconds and the dude next to me started laughing because I'm going, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> And there are, that laugh has only been brought out of me a few times, but it's, it's uncontrol. Like I don't force that. that that's that's an uncontrollable laugh right there. I've genuinely had a <laughs> laugh before. <laughs> I have my like walrus <laughs> laugh. <laughs> 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 I have two Gorn. laughs when something like really when something like really surprises me and makes me laugh. My laugh mm-hmm. is very high pitched, but then there's also the one where I'm just go like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I hate to. Do we want to talk about um the fanfics? Let's r- real quick. Me? Hold on. So, wait. Wait. N- hold on. <laughs> Should we wait? And bring, or would should we just surprise him with it? Yeah, I have no idea what this is. Okay, I, I won't give two. All right, I, I just want to read two things from oh. it. Um, what? What's happening? Listen. Oh, crap, where is it? I. When was that? When 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 did we read the fanfics? It was. It was. Th- uh, Tuesday night. I think. No, it wasn't Tuesday because I came home at like five. Monday. No, no, it was Monday. It was Monday night. Um, that is. Oh my gosh, this is the one Why time I wish. Why are you smiling? <laughs> God. Um, Just wait. Hold on. Find it faster. You're making people I know. bored. Um, essentially, me, uh, Dakota, and Craig were in a Discord call, mm-hmm. and um, we we wrote some fanfics and read them. Well, we had fanfics generated. Generated? Have you ever messed with a fanfic generator? No, I haven't. You didn't know it was a thing? You I give it names. May have. You give it like the theme you want, and you let it go. Did it write fanfictions about us? It wrote fanfics about us. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. 
Ah, oh, come on. Should I mention the con the contest with the trophy? Okay, okay. So I have. Okay. Come monster. So I have two quotes that I sent my friend like completely out of context because I thought they were hilarious. Um, <laughs> one was I'm gonna read this text. Their love making was like a surprise penises. A fanfic about me being a non-binary hero who's dating Addison Grace, competing in a thirst-following TikTok girls tournament to win my friend Trevor as a prize. <laughs> I'm the villain. You're the villain. And then, are you the other love interest? No, no. I did have a love interest, and so, the surprise of penises about that's that's, that's, that's so, the love interest. So here's the thing: my friend was like, "What is that?" I I somewhat explained. I'm like, "Oh, it's a fanfic," and then <laughs> they <laughs> she asked like, "What it was?" Or she said like, "What was that from?" I said, it's from a dismemberment sex scene. <laughs> oh, yes, there was, what? There was blood and screaming yeah. and stuff. Oh, hot. If uh, any of you have any uh, fan fictions for us, uh, go ahead and send them to us on our World of Peanut Butter uh, podcast Twitter. That is... At World Butter. At World Butter on you Twitter. You every time. So I, I do. I do. Thank you. That's why I looked at you. Uh, on Twitter.com. Send us, uh, send us the uh, fan fictions about us that you'd like us to read, and we'll read them next episode. And that's I, at World Butter. At World Twitter. Butter on Twitter.com. I found one about Trevor. It doesn't say your name, but I remember it was about you. Oh, I'm yes. just going to read the quote. Um, he thrusted himself right into me. I moaned. We came. <laughs> then we went off and defeated Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Went off and defeated Christopher Walken. By, <laughs> by the way, I think you were at the bottom. Oh yeah! No, <laughs> not again! <laughs> it was one. Th- it was one thrust. It was just a single one. One yeah, thrust mode came. Ah! <laughs> Dude. Whoa! Wait! 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 Was it? Was it Jeff Goldblum? Who was it? Oh my gosh. Oh, it was you and Craig. It was you and oh, okay. Craig. <laughs> you know what? That's that, you, you know what? Uh, that's worth it. That was worth it. Very okay. True. I mean, just look at that hunk of man meat. <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. It's fine. You can call Craig a hunk of man meat. Everyone calls Craig a hunk of man meat. Very true. You know who is uh, also a hunk of man meat? Craig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know who's also a hunk of man meat. Is Craig's it? butt. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> Enjoy. Wake me when this is over. Okay, I'll wake you when September ends. <laughs> I was trying to remember what month it was. I was going to say November. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up when March ends. <laughs> is there is there yeah. any is there anything else left on the docket? Because we're running out of time. We've run out of time. Yeah, um, there are still people who spam his Twitter uh, every single time September ends. By the way, they're just telling him to uh, wake up. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it so much. <clears throat> it's just um, a yearly event. Go on. But <sighs> this has been this episode. It's <sighs> 
This has been an episode of the Adam World Sandler. of Peanut Butter Podcast. Don't forget to tweet us at World Butter on Twitter. This has been Dakota. Trevor, Give me your sauciest fan fiction. Please send us your sauciest fan fictions of the zero people that listen this far each episode. <laughs> and another thing to mention, there's a little bit of gospel that we would love to share with you. Just wait one moment right here and Trevor will share it with you. After these fine messages from our good old disc jockey, Georgie. I love how you I love how you just completely just <laughs> dropped it on him. <laughs> All right. Well, what is this gospel that you speak of? I've never heard of it before. I think it's something to do with the world. You want to talk about a gospel? Then we're talking about the world. Everything about the world has to do with gospel. Everything about the gospel has to do with the world. You got to remember this. People are nothing without gospel. And Here. the gospel is... Shake it into my hand. Shake it into my hand. Bring it around, Look, brother. It bring it around, brother. It's coming on, brother. Come on. Feel him with the power. You feel the power. You feel the power. Come on. He feels it. It's washing over. The world is made of peanut butter. There it is. Oh my God, gospel. That simple. What?